Hi, and welcome to Path to Enlightenment, a weekly podcast focused on helping people learn the spiritual mysteries of life, which I love to learn and discover, and also discover and experience themselves as a spiritual being, so you can live life from here on earth, directed by your soul spirit wisdom, and not your ego personality. My name is Michael Rosenbaum. I'm here to help you navigate this path with more clarity and hopefully more wonder. Now, I own an alternative healing business called Alternative Choices Natural Healing, and I offer unique ways to help clients shift their negative patterns. You know, those things that keep happening over and over again and emotional triggers where things upset you over and over again, how to just let go of them pretty rapidly and live from a place of well-being from your higher self, from your soul spirit. So you can check that out on my website, www.alternativechoices.org. But I must say my sweet spot over the last 15 to 20 years, the thing I'm most inspired about is really helping people discover who they are as a spiritual being, as I've been on that journey myself for a long time. This is why I created the podcast Path to Enlightenment, and I've been investigating spirituality for well over 30 years, studied in spiritual mystery schools and different programs and with different really inspiring people. These are the kinds of inspiring things I want to share with you in these podcasts. So I always like to start the podcast off with an opening prayer. So just take a moment to focus on these ideas. I pray that we can be used as a channel of information and inspiration in this world and be part of the plan to bring evolution to the planet. I humbly ask for us to be an even larger, clear channel of peaceful light. And please use us as channels of healing in our world. So in the last podcast, we discussed the larger picture of evolution. So I'll just summarize it for a couple of minutes here if you missed it. The first thing that existed was what's called the formless or the unmanifested absolute. Sometimes it's called that or what others might call the Godhead. Then God created separation or duality, and that begins the creation of form. Remember, it was formless, no form. Oh, science calls that the Big Bang. Or spiritual books call that the out-breath. The first iteration of this duality or separation from formless so that there's more than one thing, is called spirit or monad. Monad means single. Then in a further movement outward, this out-breath, into separation or duality or greater sense of self, separated from the Godhead, spirit creates what I call the soul. And as a further movement outward on that out-breath, the soul creates an incarnation into the physical world. Well, that's Michael over here. Then we start the journey back to oneness, the formless, the Godhead, slowly over many, many, many 
incarnations. And the first step in this process is really just to reawaken our awareness that we have a soul and then become soul infused. These awakenings are sometimes referred to as initiations. This can be a very slow process at first, taking many, many incarnations, maybe hundreds. But once you are soul infused, the next step is to rediscover your spirit and connect with that. Another process over many incarnations. But once you become soul infused, the process speeds up a bit and you begin to have some momentum, spiritual momentum. And the next step is to join the Godhead and the formless to experience that. Interestingly enough, when you do that, you do not lose your memory of your journey up till then. And as a result, you're richer for it than when you began. To get the complete story of this summary, just listen to my first podcast. So today, I want to talk about this journey a little more defined as a series of seven different levels of self. So instead of these big levels, the Godhead, spirit, soul, incarnation, I want to look at it as seven levels. And then we can begin to discuss each of these different levels so you can get a better understanding of it. My spiritual teacher, I've been studying with uh, for many, many years, Dr. Yvonne Chrisman, who runs the mystery school that I belong to, always preaches to us specificity, specificity and detail. And she feels this brings clarity and understanding which leads to a deeper experience. I'm going to talk about those seven levels as bodies because they have a form, not necessarily a physical form, of course, but they have a form. The seven levels are as follows, starting with the densest, which is the physical etheric body. And we're going to talk about that in more detail today. Then the second level is the emotional, or it's called astral body. The third level is the lower and the higher mental body. The fourth level is called the buddhic or intuitional body. The fifth level is called the atmic or divine will body. The sixth part is called the monadic. Remember the monad, the monadic or the inspirational body. And the seventh is the divine self. So just take a moment, take a few deep breaths and just begin to integrate this idea. Let it begin to sink in the larger picture of who you are. It might feel overwhelming or just so gigantic, yet at the same time, it might give you a sense of inspiration to know that there are all these levels. And I believe you live on all these levels simultaneously right now in this moment. And over the years, I have become more and more aware of these parts of myself 
so that I can experience them and benefit from them. And you can too. Really, there's nothing special about me. You're just like me. I just may be focused in a different direction. So let's start with this first body, the physical etheric body. This is a more familiar turf for us, right? Now, I want to point out that the number seven appears in many places in spirituality. So each of these seven levels also have seven sublevels. We also have seven chakras, those energy centers in the body, which we'll talk about more in another podcast. There are many cycles that come in seven, seven days of the week. Uh, people study psych- psychology. There's, I've read about the psychological growth being measured in seven-year cycles. So let's talk about this physical etheric body and the seven different layers that it has. So three of them we're very, very familiar with. There's solid, there's liquid, and there's gas. And what's the difference between solid, liquid, and gas? Because the substance is really the same. You haven't lost anything, but it's in a different form. And what's the difference between a solid, liquid, and a gas? Well, if we remember back from your chemistry class or your physics class, the difference between solid, liquid, and gas really is the speed of the molecules, how they're moving, the vibration of it. So a solid moves slower. Those molecules move more slowly. A liquid, those molecules are moving faster and they're more fluid. And in a gas, they're moving even faster and they're even more amorphous. And the thing that creates the change is heat, because heat heats up the molecules and they spin faster. That's what creates heat. But there are four other layers, remember there's seven, that are not well measured by science yet. These are known as the etheric body, because they're less have less substance than the physical body. They're harder to touch or feel. It takes greater sensitivity. And they contain the electric magnetic qualities that we all have. And it's where prana or life force is stored. So I'm just going to describe them just to give you an overview of them, just so you have a picture in your mind. When I was studying in my spiritual school, with my uh, teacher, Yvonne, she talks about them. This is kind of a a summary of the way she talks about them, the four different ethers, the etheric body. So there's electric ether. The electric ether is electric and magnetic in nature. It interpenetrates the atoms of the physical plane. So there's an electromagnetic charge there, and science has measured that. And it draws from nature the elements required for the physical body to be healthy. So that's the force or the energy that draws to it what it needs to be healthy. 
Then there's a light ether. The light ether can be described as a bridge for the flow of cosmic forces deposited in the physical plane by sunlight. Do you ever sit out in the sun and feel the vibration? If you sit out in the sun, not just feel the heat, but think of it as a transmission of a cosmic force. You'll be amazed at how much stronger that feels just by focusing on it that way. And this sunlight, this light ether supports the flow of what's called kundalini energy in the spine. You might have heard that term. So as one progresses spiritually through the different levels, this kundalini or life force energy gets awakened, so to speak, and begins to move up the spine and begins to support your spiritual evolution and eventually soul infusion. And I love to teach people how to do that. Then there's pranic ether. That is vital life ether that gives life to human form. Without prana, you don't, there's no life in the body. And of course, acupuncturists are really big in Eastern science. It's really big on prana and life force and making sure that prana is moving through your body for your health. Uh, my teacher, Yvonne, describes pranic ether as the form of white light that is available to humans. And it's distributed through the spleen chakra. And the life force is then sent throughout the entire body. So that's really important to have that chakra open. So that the life force can move through your entire body. And each one that I'm describing is finer and finer and finer. So the finest form of ether in the physical plane is called mental reflecting ether. This ether is described as always in perpetual motion. And it's the bridge between the mental body and the physical brain. So that's really important. This mental reflecting ether is what bridges your consciousness from the mental body to be able to be accessed in your physical brain because the physical brain is really just an instrument. It's like a, a receiving station. Just like if you have a TV, a program is being transmitted to the TV, and the TV receives it and shows it to you. If the TV breaks, that program is still intact. You just got to get another TV. Well, the brain is the structure that receives that transmission from the mental body. And it's the mental reflecting ether that is that bridge. And it's distributed to all the brain centers. It's also distributed to the cerebral spinal nervous system. As you develop spiritually, it becomes the basis for telepathy. So as humans evolve in the future, um, Telepathy is going to be as common as us talking to each other. Now, the difference between those seven different sublevels, as I mentioned earlier, is the speed of the vibration. The difference between solid, liquid, and gas, between electric, light, pranic, and mental reflecting ether, is the vibration. Raising the vibration 
allows you to have access to and to enhance those subtler levels. So you probably heard bantied about in spiritual circles, people want to raise your vibration. Well, that's actually what it literally means. It means being able to access these finer parts of yourself. The faster the vibration, the higher the level and more spread out and expansive it is. So that feeling of expansion is very blissful in meditation. You can get into an expansive experience and quote unquote raise your vibration to this more subtle parts. It's a very blissful feeling. It feels lighter and lighter and things flow more easily and better. That's why a deep meditation can help facilitate physical healing and help the prana or the pranic ether to flow more easily in your body. So I want to teach you something. One of the first things I ever studied when I first got into this field back in the late 1980s, a long time ago, was energy healing. And one of the things we studied in energy healing was how to work with the etheric body, how to heal the etheric body. The etheric body, as described by my teacher at the time, her name is Barbara Brennan. And she, by the way, she has an amazing book, which is worth reading, called Hands of Light. And when I read that book, I was so blown away, I had to study with her. And I did. <laughs> and she had a four-year course at the time. And I studied that. And it really helped me understand energy and light and how to work with it in myself and how to work with it in others. But I remember early on in our study, she was teaching us how to heal the etheric body. So let's just take a look at that again for a second. You got your physical body, right? You have your solid, liquid, and gaseous parts of your physical body, but then you have these ethers, these different etheric ethers. If you had the kind of sight that Barbara Brennan did, um, she was able to see the energy field. And in her book, she shows a picture of it. Maybe I'll even post one in our blog, in, in our blog, in our Facebook group, of the etheric body. And the etheric body looks like little blue lines of cross-hatched light. So if you remember back I'm an artist also, and I used to study art. And in the Renaissance, they really they did a lot of these pen and ink drawings. And they were called crosshatch drawings. And so the body was drawn as little crosshatches to form the shape of a body. Well, that's literally what your etheric body looks like. These little it's like a master's crosshatch drawing in the exact replication of your physical body, except it's in bluish white light. And the etheric body goes out about a quarter to a half inch past your physical body. So there's a way that you can see your etheric body. So I'm going to tell you what it is. And why don't you practice that later, just for the fun of it. So all you need to do is you need to get into a room where the light is dim and be able to look at either a white wall or a neutral colored wall. It really doesn't have a color to it. 
And then, you know, you sit down and you close your eyes and you take, you know, four or five deep breaths and you just begin to relax and let go and get into that kind of relaxed state of mind. If you know how to meditate, maybe you do this after you meditate, right? So you're in that state of mind. Then with your eyes open, you put your two hands out in front of you with your fingers spread apart with the palms facing for you. And you just touch your middle fingers together. And you're looking at your hands. But I don't want you to look at your fingers. I want you to have a soft gaze and look at the space between all your fingers and around your hands. So you're looking at everything softly at once. And just with that soft focus, just hold that focus for about five or ten seconds. Just absorb, absorbing and observing the soft focus around your fingers. Breathing easily, relaxing. And then after about ten seconds, very slowly pull your fingers apart and see if you, what shows up. See if you can see a little offshoot around your fingers. Almost like a little halo around them. A little bluish grayish light. Well, that's your etheric body. I've done this process with classes all the time. Most everybody is able to see that. It just takes that soft focus, patience, being in the right state of mind, and boop, it just pops out. So anyway, that's something to play with. Here's how you heal your physical body by focusing on the etheric body. So as an energy healer, we never work with the physical body. We work with the etheric body. We also work with the emotional mental body as well. All those finer vibrations. So the way Barbara Brennan taught us was that the etheric body is like the template on which the physical body builds itself. So everything that appears in the physical body shows up on the etheric body. Not everything on the etheric body shows up at first on the physical body. So if someone, if you have that kind of sight, you can see a disease or a process brewing in somebody before it shows up on their physical body by being able to see the etheric body. But if you cut your finger, the etheric body has a cut in it also. So I, I always try to teach my clients who are interested in this, what to do if you cut your finger. So do this the next time you cut your finger. So the next time you cut your finger or bruise your finger, you know, of course, wash it, put some bacitration in a Band-Aid. But then put your hands right on that finger, right? So you're touching it, you're making contact. And in your mind's eye, you can close your eyes. Imagine the etheric body around the cut. And it'll be a bunch of broken lines because of the cut. And imagine in your mind's eye, restitching them, putting them back in perfect order again. So the cut isn't there on the etheric body. That'll maybe take a couple of minutes. Spend a couple of minutes doing that in your mind's eye and holding that image and that visual. So the etheric body, like a crosshatch master's drawing, is in perfect shape again.
Then after you do that for a minute or two, imagine in your mind's eye that your physical body's in perfect health again. Imagine it like at a future time when the body's completely repaired. And also imagine how that feels. So the whole process maybe takes three or four minutes. I do this every time I bruise myself, I cut my finger. I also do every time I get out of the dentist's office because he's just been drilling on my teeth. And that affects the etheric body. When I do that, when the, when the anesthesia wears off, I have no discomfort in my mouth. When I do this with my finger, the pain literally disappears. It's a very powerful, simple little process. So try it. See what it's like. So that kind of ends today's podcast. We'll continue to talk about these different levels in future podcasts and other things that I think are really fascinating. Of course, you can contact me or post on our Facebook group things that you're interested in hearing about so that I'll make sure I cover them in the podcast. And if you have any question about yourself or things that are bothering you, I'm happy to give anybody a free consultation, see if I might be be able to be of help. So feel free to email me. My email address is Michael R at alternativechoices.org. That's my website, alternativechoices.org. Or you join our Facebook group, group Path to Enlightenment. It is a private group, so you could just ask to join. And you can ask any questions or suggest things you'd like to be discussed in future podcasts. Also, as I give you these little things to try out, post your experience on the Facebook page. I'd love to hear from you. Last thing I want to invite you to is that I've been doing a spiritual meditation on Monday. So if you want to experience a spiritual meditation, raise your vibration. I do it every Monday from 8.30 p.m. to around 9.15 or so. That's Eastern Standard Time. The Zoom link is on the Facebook page, Path to Enlightenment, or just contact me. I'm happy to send you that link. So have a wonderful day. Start thinking about the levels of you. Play around with seeing the etheric body the way I described it. And the next time you hurt or cut yourself, go ahead and do that for yourself. Or you could do it for somebody else and see what happens. All right. Have a wonderful day.